Hello everybody and welcome to the 100th episode of the Main Event Podcast. And in this 100th episode we are going to be reviewing WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> that was a very good face there, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, as I've already said, there's Jeremy, I'm Dan, let's do this 100th episode. 100 yes. episodes. 100 episodes, it's crazy really. I, uh, Mad. I I remember all those years ago we started this this podcast and uh, mm. it was mainly just us ranting about um yeah Eric and his stupid spider in his cage and yeah and him squashing people and Back that kind of thing in the day Back in the day indeed yeah but uh, oh. here we are how many years later two years later two years or something like that two yeah. years or something that would, that would make sense two two wow. years and a couple of months yeah it's Wow. It's crazy, really. Uh, it certainly didn't yeah. look like this when we first started. No. It didn't, it didn't look like anything because uh, it was just just the podcast. And then we we took it live for a, for a little while and yeah. uh, that developed. And uh, now to see our uh, beautiful faces, you uh, need to be subscribed on, on Patreon. So if you are here watching us, welcome. Uh, I had, a, had to do a little quick light change as we got started because I realized I still had the lights set up from... Uh, NXT spring break in and it, like orange didn't work so I've gone two different shades of blue yes I was just looking at that like, it's not the same but it looks good yeah yeah it does make me look a bit yellow like I'm a I'm an extra from the Simpsons or something you but, look like you've uh, got some liver problems yeah but uh, I might very well have liver problems so uh you, you know we'll we'll just that deal with true. that um yeah yeah, uh, for for those who didn't tune into our NXT Spring Breaking episode, apologies for my voice. It's uh, it's hanging on by a thread, uh, but we'll uh, we'll persevere. We'll get through He's this dying. show. It's a hundred episodes. Like we've got to we've got to crack on. Got to do it. I've probably been ill for about ten of those. I think. Yeah. Something like that. I'm ill a lot. I don't really. I don't, don't think know. I've been ill for any of them, have I? Uh, I think we might have not recorded once because you were ill. Oh yeah, that would be once. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Apparently, Most I need to hang around with horses more or something. That you need to you get healthy. no. You need to get out in the fresh air more. It could be that. It very well could be that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I will. Uh, I'll take that advice. Right when they stop putting out six different wrestling shows in the same weekend, uh, and uh, I can actually get out and do that. But uh, yeah, they they did make life a tad bit easier. Mm. That there was less to watch because there was no match on the kickoff show on the pre-show. Yes, and I um, think that's been a bit of a regular thing recently with WWE. There weren't any on on the WrestleMania kickoffs either. No, they didn't need to. <laughs> no, there was definitely enough. I feel like this needed one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what did we get? Five matches. One, two, three, four, five matches. Six. six matches. Six matches yeah. on this event. Mm. You know, you think back in the day, the average pay-per-view had at least eight matches on it. Mm. Still the same amount of time, still a three-hour show. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like it needed one more match. It could have been something that that kind of matched what we had going on here. You could have had something like uh, Finn Balor against Damian Priest on the pre-show. Yeah. That would have been a fitting pre-show. Um you could have had the women's tag teams on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, they're doing that on SmackDown, aren't they? 
yeah, they're being defended on Spanta. Or, here's a radical idea. We could have something with the Intercontinental United States Championship. Don't be daft. We don't do anything involving those on pay-per-view. Or anywhere near pay-per-view. <laughs> don't be daft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we are getting a, a US title match on Raw, apparently, but uh, I haven't got that far yet. Yeah, I've watched it. Okay, cool. I've got a, I've got a 50 pence bet on that match, so... Uh, oh, really? What's your 50 pence bet? I won't say he's won or whatever. Okay, uh, I, I bet that Cody Rhodes would not win the United States Championship. Okay. So, either I'm rich... 50 pence richer, or uh, okay. I'm going to have to declare bankruptcy to, to shell out this 50 pence somewhere. Who knows? But yes, no pre-show. So uh, we we kicked things off with a, our first match on the main pay-per-view and uh, started as we meant to go on, I think, with the rematch between Seth freaking Rollins and the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Yeah. The opening contest was the rematch between Seth freaking Rollins and Cody Rhodes. At WrestleMania, Rhodes was a surprise opponent, but on this occasion, Rollins knew exactly who he was facing. Rollins began the match with his trademark confidence, and the pair locked up and exchanged holds. Rollins avoided Rhodes' drop-down, gold-dust-style punch, suggesting that this time he had done his homework on the American Nightmare. As the match progressed, Cody's offence was able to bed in, and he was able to hit the drop-down punch on his second attempt, as well as a disaster kick. Rollins continued to act like he had the number of his opponent, while at the same time not doing enough to put Rhodes away. After avoiding a trademark move himself, punching Rollins as he attempted to dive through the ropes, Rhodes hit the Cody cutter, but was only able to achieve a two count. Rollins went for the pedigree, but Cody fought out of it and set up one of his own. However, Seth escaped that as well. Seth started to build his own momentum and hit a frog splash, but Cody was only kept down for a two count. Rollins caught Rhodes in a superplex and was setting up to chain together a second, but the architect was instead caught in crossroads. Cody made the cover, but Rollins got his leg on the bottom rope. Seth delivered a pedigree, but Rhodes kicked out of the pinfall attempt. After this, the end of the match came by surprise. Rhodes hit another crossroads and tried to chain together another, but Seth escaped and rolled Cody up. Despite a handful of tights, Cody reversed the roll-up, and with his own fistful of lycra, Cody Rhodes was able to collect a three count and defeat Seth freaking Rollins for the second time in a row. This was a rematch from WrestleMania, as we've said. Um, and it was alright. I wouldn't say it was spectacular, or as they called it in WrestleMania, stupendous. Um, but I think it was alright. We're going to do this yeah. a lot, I think, in this episode. Yeah. Which was better? WrestleMania or WrestleMania Backlash in terms of this match? WrestleMania. Hands down. It's not yeah. even close. And yeah. and I think it is just, you know, the the surprise and the goose pump the goosebumps kind of moment of, mm -hmm. of Cody Rhodes returning. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you weren't gonna beat that. Um I liked I liked this match in terms of the wrestling in it. Like the psychology yeah. was great. I think this was a was a better wrestling match than the one at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Didn't enjoy it as much as the one at WrestleMania. That was a spectacular no. match. But I liked yeah. a lot of what was happening in the match in terms of the psychology of uh I've got your number now. 
I know who you are. I know that yeah. you're my opponent. I know what yeah. you do, and I'm gonna, and I'm not gonna let you get your stuff in, mm. and I'm just gonna outthink you. I, it's yeah. very old school, cerebral assassin Triple H. Yeah, and yeah. things like right in the early going when Cody went for the the gold dust punch, mm. lack of a better term, and Rhodes was like, uh, Rollins was like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, I know you. Yeah, I know what you do. Yeah. You're not doing it, and that happened quite a lot. the mm. The only thing that that really held me back from thoroughly enjoying this match is I felt like Rollins was completely on defense. He was on defense the entire match and didn't really get his own offense in too much. Yeah, I think if he'd have blocked things and then got his own stuff in. Yeah. That would have that would have been a bit better for me. Um and I don't like already, it's the second time now in on premium live event matches, the overuse of the crossroads. Yes. Is it a finisher or is it not? Let's let's make our yeah. mind up about this. It's, yeah, they, they, they are trying to make their mind up, I think. Because he's got a few like moves it's that he uses. Signature moves. Signature yeah. moves, yeah. Like the Cody Cutter, which is, I think that's quite a good modification of the the, cut, the normal cutter or the RKO, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah. You know, because he does spring off the ropes and then deliver it. So I think that's quite a good one. Crossroads, yeah, as you said, it's kind of become more just a signature move. But then again, and the disaster kick, he has that. Yeah, that that's completely ineffective now, isn't it? Like, yeah, hit the disaster I know. a couple of times, and it was just yeah. nothing. It's like the super kick. You can have mm. a hundred super kicks in a match in the same way you could probably have a bunch of disaster kicks, and it yeah, won't make an impact. Uh, and you know, it it's not as as effective as the you know the deadliest move in all of wrestling, the uh, roll up. Yeah, mm. that's uh that's that's very dangerous well you know it it won this match for for cody yeah you know the, his finishing yeah. move you could argue is the roll-up yeah uh what you you can't argue is that uh by virtue of a roll-up end we uh have to have a little drink oh yes i forgot about it all bit. it has been a while where well, we haven't been uh doing raw and smackdown where obviously every match ends with a roll-up yeah um, we haven't had to do that for a while, but uh, yeah. here it is. Uh, and predictions. Hoping to do a lot better than I did at NXT Spring Breaking. It won't be difficult. And in fact, uh, I've d done. I've equaled. You've equaled now. Uh, yeah. We both picked Cody Rhodes. We 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 do share a lot of the picks in this show. Yes. Uh, we both picked Cody Rhodes, so we were both right. We're the ones. We are the one. We are the one. And on that note, we'll go on to the next patch. Next up, in a massive change of pace, was the rematch between Bobby Lashley and Omos. Lashley tried to strike fast on the Nigerian giant and tried to overwhelm the big man with continual offence. This plan was working well until MVP climbed onto the apron and provided the opening Omos needed to go on his own physical offensive. MVP continued to draw at Lashley throughout the match, but this did not stop the Almighty tying Omos up in the ropes and teeing off on him. Omos saved MVP from oblivion 
but this distraction allowed Lashley to regain control once again. Lashley locked in the Hurt Lock, but unlike Lashley's usual opponents, Omos was able to break out of it. Omos launched Lashley shoulder first into the ring post, but when he went for the kill, the referee moved him away. With this distraction, MVP jabbed Lashley in the throat with his cane, which Omos followed up with the two-hand chokeslam and picked up the one, two, three. Uh, I don't care. Like, no. I really don't care. Like, I don't care either. Nigerian giants. <laughs> Nigerian giants. They're just yeah. That's a new one, isn't it? <laughs> just going with that now. Um, yeah. What should we call Omos? Omos is a bit short, isn't it? Yeah. Should we give him a surname? No, we don't do that. It's we. He's got one name. He's Omos. Right. Okay. Should we give him a nickname then? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been calling him the giant Omos. Yeah, he's big. Okay, we get it. I mean, can we improve this in some way? What can we do? Um, well, he's Nigerian. Yeah. Could call him the Nigerian giant. It's an inspired, an inspired idea. Let's do that. That's not on the nose at all. Let's call him the Nigerian giant Omos. How long before he goes with Apollo Crews? It's a good question. If Apollo Crews is still a thing. He is still a thing. He's on Raw, right? I have no idea where he is. Because it's, it's him and um, Commander Aziz. Yeah. He's the, the prince of Nigeria, or whatever that he's saying. Is he the king? Yeah, is he the sorry. prince? He's he's Nigerian know, royalty, isn't he? His royal voice. family. Yeah. yeah. Nigeria has more than one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I just don't, I don't care. Um, I don't care. At least I got it right, prediction-wise, so did you. We both went with Omos. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed fairly inevitable. They can't keep having this guy lose. He lost his, his first match. And, uh, if they want to do anything with him, he's got to put some big names, big names under his belt. Lashley is that big name on second attempt, so... All, yeah. I guess. Did you enjoy the match? No. No, I didn't either. I think it was the weakest it, match on the card. It was, it was just literally time to go get a cup of tea. There you go. It was a Which match I that happened. Did. <laughs> okay, well, let's hope things pick up. At least the first match was good. Yeah. Then we, then we had our tea break. Let's see what mm. happens next. The third WrestleMania rematch of the night came when AJ Styles went one-on-one -on -one with Edge one more time. Damian Priest was the difference in their first meeting, but on this occasion Priest was barred from ringside. AJ Styles brought the frustration of the last month to the ring with him, and launched into a ringside assault on the Hall of Famer to start the match. Styles looked to end the match quickly, setting up for the phenomenal forearm, but Edge kicked Styles in the injured shoulder and went to work exploiting the damage he and Priest had set up weeks previously. AJ tried to fight back, but each time he would get any offence in, Edge would return to the shoulder and ground the phenomenal one again. When Styles was able to execute manoeuvres or lock in submissions, he was unable to capitalise because of the weakness in his arm. AJ used the ropes to help him set up for the Styles clash, and although he delivered the move, Edge kicked out at two. Styles, unable to springboard, went to the top rope to deliver the phenomenal forearm but as he climbed, Damian Priest came to the ramp and caused a distraction, 
followed by a black-clad figure that pulled him down from the ropes. Edge locked in the gallows, a tight sleeper hold, and AJ Styles passed out to award the match to Edge. After the match, this dark figure revealed themselves, the newest member of Judgment Day, Rhea Ripley. So this I enjoyed, and Rhea Ripley. Yes, I mean, there are two things there. First of all, let's do what we did for the first match. WrestleMania match versus WrestleMania backlash match. Which was better? I think for me, this is a tough one. Because I think they're fairly equal. But I am swaying a bit more towards WrestleMania. I enjoyed this one infinitely more. Yeah. And I'm not sure I can put my finger on why, but I said mm. it at the time when we were talking about, about this match at WrestleMania. There was just something missing from that match. It looked like they were getting their moves in, but they, it, they weren't really telling a story, even though they'd had all that build-up. The story is well established now. Edge has been tormenting AJ Styles. He added Damian Priest into the fold into doing that. They, throughout the entire match uh, at Backlash, targeting the shoulder, keeping him down in that way, AJ Styles really sold that shoulder, and uh, even things like making a cover, he couldn't do that properly because of the shoulder. So there was a lot more story involved in it. And even though the ending was basically the same, yeah, someone interferes on Edge's behalf, yeah. and, and Edge wins, I think I enjoyed this match a lot more. The only thing I really didn't like was that Damian Priest came out at all. Yeah. I would have accepted him coming to the top of the ramp. Yeah. Or standing in the crowd. Yeah. I think the crowd would have been the place to do it. To do exactly yeah. what they did, but stand in the crowd. Yeah. I think that would have been better. Because this whole idea of Damien Priest is banned from ringside. Yeah. Like, are we really getting into the semantics of where ringside begins? Like, yeah. If you're within the arena... And not in the ring. You're at ringside. Let's not piss about. Like he was at ringside on the ramp. Like, oh, I haven't crossed the line. No, you're at ringside. You're at ringside. You're you're beside the ring. You're on the ramp. That's ringside. Yeah. It's all ringside. Yeah. Otherwise, anybody could walk there. Someone could just climb over the barrier and go. I'm not. I'm not at ringside. I'm still in the in the crowd, aren't I, or something? Like it just. Mm. It was ringside. So by being in the crowd, you could have fixed that. Silly. Yeah. And to be honest, once Finn Balor attacked him, he was definitely at ringside. He was definitely at ringside then. He was in the ring. <laughs> he was in the ring. <laughs> he wasn't so at technically, ringside. He wasn't at ringside. No. He, he was in the ring. <laughs> he did kind of bounce from wherever wherever he was on the ramp into the ring. That he wasn't at ringside for very long, but yeah, no. Do that in the crowd. Because then yeah. like AJ Styles could have been on the top rope mm. and and looking into the crowd and been really distracted. When Rhea Ripley came out and went jump, pushed him over the ropes. Yeah. So yeah, do that in the crowd. That's my that's my only nitpick really about that ending. Um, but I enjoyed the match, yeah. irrespective of such. Oh yeah, I enjoyed the match, and I I I quite like the facts that Rhea Ripley has joined Judgment Day, mm. because I think she kind of suits it as well. She really does, and it, it's anyway. been rumored for a while that she was going to mm. join them. Um, so it wasn't a surprise to me no. for her to turn up and do that. In fact, it was fairly inevitable. But, yeah. yeah. It's good. I'm looking forward to see what 
happens with this stable going forward. It does need to evolve slightly. It can't yeah. just be Edge being the mouthpiece and talking and then him having the matches and Priest and, and Ripley just supporting him. Like, it needs to... His Hall of Fame status and his veteran presence needs to rub off on them and they need to become more of the focus of this team. Edge yeah. is just the puppet master in the background. Having less yeah. matches, you know, yeah. in the, yeah. the twilight of his career, Edge says he's probably got a year or so maybe left in him. So focus on putting some of that shine on Damien Priest, especially. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe bring bring Beth Phoenix into the fold. Like, let's goth up Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Bring her in. Two men, two yeah. women. Yeah. Maybe find a, a, a giant to be your like executioner yeah. you could you could yeah. literally have him in an executioner's hood yeah that would fit great for judgment day well I, well I think they're going through like the four horsemen of the apocalypse sort of oh right okay thing so because they on wrong i'll probably spoil it a bit for you here. go for it but he called Rhea. oh they call he called her something Rhea the something um going to annoy me so it's, it seems like they're kind of going through like the horsemen of the apocalypse almost so they are making it very biblical in that sense yeah. yeah okay cool well so they've got one more to come then at least yes mm. so well i will uh we'll watch raw mm. and then we can speculate as to who will fill that uh that last space on the yeah. uh on the new judgment -y Horseman of the apocalypse, and you'll see Edge Edge's new haircut. All oh, right, interesting. Apparently, you know, I missed a lot on Raw. Like, we'll see. I'll watch it later. Uh, predictions. I, I said that Rhea Ripley turning up was was fairly inevitable, but yet I didn't think that that would net victory for Edge, and neither did you. We both went with AJ Styles. AJ Styles has lost two straight against Edge. Will there be a third? Probably. Okay. Uh, so it keeps us at uh, two each. Yeah. I'm not sure we mentioned that we both picked Omos in the last one. and therefore oh, We each. just kind of glossed over it. We did. We just got out of there as soon as we possibly yeah. could. Now, will we need to get out as soon as we possibly can after discussing the next match? The SmackDown Women's Championship match. In the first championship match of the night, Charlotte Flair defended the SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey. As the bell rang, Rousey went on the offensive quickly, but Charlotte used her experience to surprise her challenger with a deep German suplex and take over the contest. Charlotte took the fight to Ronda at ringside and offered her first opportunity to quit. Flair grabbed a kendo stick and looked to continue her beatdown, but Rousey liberated her from the stick and chased the champion up the ramp. Ronda teed off on Charlotte with two kendo sticks, but she refused to quit. As the match spilled into the crowd, it turned back in the champion's favour, and this momentum continued as the contest went back to the ring. Charlotte hit natural selection on a steel chair and locked in the figure eight leg lock, but on each occasion, Rousey still refused to quit. It would be the chair that Charlotte introduced that would be the downfall of the champion, as after Rousey used it to escape the figure eight, she used the chair for extra leverage in an armbar, forcing Charlotte to say the words, I quit. 
So again, it comes down to which was better, this or the WrestleMania match, and I'm going to come straight out and say it, it's this one. Oh yeah, this one's was way better. In that this one you was know. actually a good match, and the one at WrestleMania yeah. was not. Yeah. I was very happy with this match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. What did you mm. think? Well, as you know, I enjoy my more extreme matches. Um, and this was brilliant, you know, and the finish was brilliant. I like how uh, Rousey used the chair while doing the arm bar, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. and a bit more pain. And also has actually fully injured Charlotte Flair. Then if you know this, that she's fractured her one radius. Of them. Radius, she said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, radius. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. It is a, a kayfabe injury um, because oh. uh, Charlotte has taken some time off to go and uh, marry Andrade El Idolo. So, the guy who's not with the company. <laughs> no, no. But uh, it's, it's clearly still on good terms with the company because he was at the Hall of Fame. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, they, they must be fine with him. Mm. Um, and they could have really gone, no. If you'd have married somebody within WWE, then we'd have given you the time off. But uh, to marry Andrade, you can you can do one. Um, I, I think it's great. Like I hope they have a very long honeymoon because it will keep Charlotte yeah. off our TV screen for a, a very yeah. long time. Yes, take as long as you want. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for Bailey. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping yeah. that that would be the reason that. That Charlotte had to say I quit mm. was because Bailey showed up, but I guess that would bring Bailey back as a baby face. Yeah, I a think Bailey she face. needs to be back as a heel. I think she'll be back as a heel as well. So apparently she's still um, rehabbing as well from her injury. So really, it's been ages. Yeah, it's been like a year. She she uh, put on Twitter recently that she's fed up with people wanting her back. How they don't understand how rehabbing from an injury works. Well, don't tell us you're going to be back in six months, then. <laughs> if you don't want us to, to expect you in six months, don't tell us you're going to be back in six months. Yeah. It's not, not rocket science. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we both picked Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Ronda Rousey uh, has now done the double. She's SmackDown yeah. Women's Champion, having been yeah. Raw Women's Champion previously. Yeah. Uh, long may that continue, I think. I think... Yeah. I'm interested to see what comes next for her. Mm. Couldn't tell you off the top of my head who who will compete for the, the championship on SmackDown. Wow, all the three women. Yeah, are there three? Wow, that's more than I thought. Naomi, Sasha Banks. Well, they're both raw, actually, aren't they? But Yeah. Um, but they're women's tag team champions, so they can come if they want. Who's on SmackDown? Um, Zia Lee. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Um, is Shotzi on SmackDown? Apparently. Aaliyah. Um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. The shortest match of all time. Um. Natalia. Natalia, yeah. It's not looking um, good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold on. Which ones? Um. Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, she's yeah, Paul Miguel. Yeah, she's Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna put her in a championship match this soon. 
Um, right, so we can expect yeah. Ronda Rousey to have a fairly long reign because there's nobody to fight. Yes, that's what we're getting at, effectively. Great. We look forward to her match at SummerSlam, which will probably be a uh, unification match. Yes. I think that's probably where they'll go. I'm wondering if they'll put the belt back on Becky Lynch and then have Ronda Rousey versus Becky. Maybe. It's like a grudge. Yeah. Who knows? We've we've got Becky Lynch versus Asuka first, haven't we? Yeah. Let's just unify everything. Let's just have one championship. Like Roman Reigns everyone. can wander around with like ten belts. It is the WWE Universal Tag Team Women's Twenty Four Seven Intercontinental United States Championship. Yes, indeed. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's going to be a heavy, heavy chunk of gold. That. Somebody please design that belt because that would just be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not difficult. Most of them are just a big W. So. Yeah. Like, just take the like NXT rainbow and put it on the strap. Yeah. Put it on like the WWE slash Universal Championship. Yeah. Put a little like Roman Centurion head on it for the tag team. Uh, a little put a flag on it. Flag. Yeah. Yeah. The Intercontinental Championship doesn't really have any hallmark. Uh, world. We could have a globe. Yeah, a globe. globe on there. Yeah. It won't take long. So there. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Sorted. You've got your undisputed, 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 undisputed championship. Which Roman Reigns will probably win. Probably. If, if all is right with the world. Yes. Uh, speaking of all being right with the world, a point each for us. Yeah. So we're, we're still tied, but we're on three now. Isn't that nice? Three. Uh, it makes me very happy, much like the member of the next match, Happy Good Corbin segue. and Mad Cat Moss. I'm all about that segue. The first contest of the night that was not a rematch from WrestleMania saw Happy Corbin take on his former court jester, Mad Cat Moss. As the bell rang, the pair locked up in the middle of the ring, but Corbin soon resorted to a cheap shot that allowed him to take control. Corbin wore down his former employee fairly systematically as the match progressed. However, when Madcap turned up the intensity, he was able to fire up and wrest control from Happy. Moss tossed Corbin into the ring post and sent him back into the ring to deliver a fallaway slam. Despite Corbin mounting a small comeback and hitting deep six, Moss was able to surprise Happy with a sunset flip and collect a big victory. Okay, so Madcap Moss has got vengeance on old Corbin, you know, good on him. Kind of good on him, but yeah, it's not what I we mean, predicted. Yeah. Corbin has lost two matches in a row now. Yes. And he was undefeated as Happy Corbin until that point. So yeah. are they going to change him again? Is he going to just go back to Baron Corbin? He might do. Or is he just going to become Corbin? That's another possibility. Or is, he going to, or is he going to become Jeremy Corbin? Maybe. And then they can do it with the uh, with the song, the um, the White Stripes song that they used to sing to him at, uh, at rallies and stuff when he was uh, politicking it yeah. up. Um, but they have been accidentally name-dropping him as Baron Corbin. 
they have, haven't they? I did notice that. And he, uh, you may have noticed it when they were talking about it, but he was at the NFL draft. He announced one of the picks in the NFL draft, and they introduced him as Baron Corbin. Oh. Uh, Not as Happy Corbin. So I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they are working their way back towards hmm. that. Either way, it doesn't really matter. It seems hmm. like we're going in a cycle with, with Corbin. He goes on an undefeated streak. He goes on a tear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he gets embarrassed. He loses a lot. And then they they yeah. repackage him. Yeah. And how how is this Madcap Moss gimmick going to work against other people? That's the next question. That's the thing. I can't... Yeah, I can't really see it going anywhere, really. No. If I'm honest, you know, he'll probably go into the 24-7 picture. Back where he was when, just, he, uh, when he first came yeah. up. When he was Riddick Moss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back and in his, the day. Even more back in the day, his, uh, his former tag team partner has just been fired from AEW for apparently being a spy. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Oh, really? Yeah. So no. T- Tino Sabatelli, who who was uh, Riddick Moss's tag team partner in NXT, um, yeah, was part of the massive releases that happened uh, last year, and has been yeah. with with AEW. Uh, has mostly mm. been doing stuff on like Dark and and things like yeah. that. But uh, yeah, he was fired from AEW apparently because he was uh, he was leaking like results and secrets to to WWE and the media. <laughs> oh my god, how paranoid are AEW. Yeah, so he's gone. Right. Well, if he turns back up in WWE, we know then that was know. true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he will. The, the, he was mainly released because he's he I think he's too old to to make a a new start at WWE. He played yeah. in the NFL for like 15 maybe 20 years like he had a long career in the nfl then he came in to start learning to wrestle and that was easily seven years ago so he must be in his 40s by now Mm. and it just it it's too late to be pushed to the top of wwe because they want somebody who can be there forever and ever our man not a few years and then retire so yeah anyway a tangent We'll see what happens to Madcap Moss. Maybe he will be fired and become a spy for AEW instead or something. I don't know. Perhaps and, he's uh, just a spy for Impact. Oh, yeah. I don't know what Impact would need to know. Maybe how to like hold a camera so it's not pointing up at the lights. Maybe that would be a lesson that they could learn. Yeah. Who knows? But uh, tangents abound. We both yep. went happy, Corbin. We were both wrong. So we're still no, on three. Prez. And uh, moving swiftly on, it's mm. now time for the main event. Woo. In the main event of WrestleMania Backlash, the team of the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns and the SmackDown Tag Team Champions The Usos took on Raw Tag Team Champions RK Bro and Drew McIntyre. The Bloodline versus RK McBro. Randy Orton and Jimmy Uso started the match, but the babyface team made frequent tags and isolated Jimmy from his family. It wasn't long though before Drew McIntyre thrust the Uso cousin into the corner 
and insisted that Roman Reigns make the tag and join the match. Reigns did indeed tag in, but after doing a circle of the ring, he tagged back out to his right-hand man, Jey Uso. From there, the Usos were able to reverse the early strategy and work to isolate Riddle away from his partners, using quick tags between the brothers. The undisputed champion did spend some time in the match, but he refused to square off with McIntyre and continued the destruction of the original bro. However, later in the match, Reigns tagged in and was not quick enough to prevent the tag to the Scottish warrior. The two big men came to blows in the middle of the ring, and Reigns got the best of the exchange. The Tribal Chief took the time to pose in the ring with his championship belts, and received a surprise Claymore kick from McIntyre for his trouble. Both men tagged out, and Randy Orton went on a tear, delivering RKO's from every direction and securing a near fall on Jimmy Uso. The Viper continued his tear at ringside, and McIntyre joined the fun, trying to put Reigns through the announce table but it would be Drew that would go through the announce table at the hands of a Uranagi from the Tribal Chief. Reigns followed this up with a spear to Riddle in the middle of the ring to bring home a win for the Bloodline. So this was very much what it was. Um, I don't think it was ever going to get over the disappointment of the fact that people were expecting a unification match for the Tag Team Championships, yeah. uh, and they were expecting a... Universal Championship match or Undisputed, whatever it's damn called, a belt match with WWE uh, Universal Championship, uh, Undisputed WWE undisputed Universal, WWE Championship. Universal Championship. Yeah, that um, that belt against Shinsuke Nakamura. I think people were up mm. for that. You, you dangled the carrot and then you let it rot and threw it, it away. Yeah. So it was never going to replace that. No. WWE really shot themselves in the foot there. But as a six man tag, it was. It's alright. It was fine. It's alright. Yeah. It's alright. It, it isn't the best six man tag team main event no. in history. Uh, there, no. there were no stakes. There was nothing. No. Nothing on the line. It, it, it could have even been something as simple as if RK McBro won, then yeah. McIntyre gets a shot at the, at the Universal. No blah 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 mm. championship um just something on the line yeah but it didn't really matter who won because no nothing was going to change there's no, no momentum because there's no future match yeah it's it was weird that they decided to throw this together and they completely did it just because they want to save the unification and the match between McIntyre and and Reigns for the one of the the stadium shows that they're doing throughout the summer. Yeah. Three stadium shows in a row. Boom. Money in the Bank. Yeah. SummerSlam and then Clash at the Castle. Yeah. Which we will be in attendance for with any luck. We will. We will. Yeah. Um, we will make it happen for sure. Make it happen even if we just gate crash. Yeah. I know plenty of people in Cardiff. I can work my way in. Um, and I think we're going to. That's where we're going to see McIntyre yep. versus Reigns, and we're probably mm. going to see McIntyre win the championship. Mm, probably. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's an awful, awful idea because, for a start, it's not going to get the reaction that they want no. from from the crowd in the UK because you've got the Scottish prodigal son. Yeah. In Wales. Yeah. While they're going to be calling it the UK and 
the Welsh don't like to be referred to as British. They like to be Welsh. Mm. So that so they won't care about the fact he's Scottish. They won't care that he's from the same group of countries. Um, yeah. They will they will like McIntyre because he's a baby face and, the, and yeah. largely crowds do what they're told, even here. Oh, I'll be cheering for Reigns. But I'll be cheering for Reigns. I will have my one firmly up in the sky. And you'll have your Bloodline t-shirt on. I will have my Bloodline t-shirt on. That's damn I straight. need to get a Bloodline t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Get yourself a red one. It looks good in red. Yeah, but well, they come in black, red and white. Yeah. Do you wear red? I don't think I've ever seen you in red. I wear I wear lots of different things. Yeah, I tend to wear black mostly, but yeah, I've been known to wear red. But I've I've got a black bloodline shirt, and that's what I will wear unless yeah. things change between now and then. But mm. my point is, regardless of if that is when we actually get it, mm. can we not just plan better in advance to not tease something? And then pull it away again. Like, did you not think? Oh, we got, what matches do we potentially want in these shows in the summer that have been booked for ages? Like, with the exception of the of the show in Wales, you knew you yeah. were doing a stadium Money in the Bank. You knew you were doing a stadium SummerSlam. Did you not think? Oh, we we should probably have a main event in mind for these. Yeah. How is this stupid. company? Like, how is this company? worth billions and billions of dollars not forward planning. Like people can say, oh, you know, it's just bad luck, the injuries and that. No, they they don't plan in advance. Still, after yeah. all this time. They just wing it half time. And it hurts the product. Yeah. Did we need to see the unification match? No. No. But if you if you book the unification match, give us the damn unification match. Yeah. Plus, we just want the titles to be unified. <laughs> Yeah, I know that we do. It, it oh, seems yeah. out there that there are a lot of people that don't want it. I think, I think, I know we do, but I think they need to be unified. I do as well. Or Just because split of... the world championship. You can't have yeah. one or the, you've got to have it all the same. Yes. I, th I think they need to be unified purely because of how many people are on the rosters. You know, just have one world heavyweight universal century champion whatever um and then he just they just travel between brands you know same with the women's same with the tag you know i mean the women's tag they travel yeah so yeah, yeah exactly so that's already inconsistent in that sense that you've got yeah. two men's tag team championships and you've got one women's mm. so yeah no i agree they need to be unified I still think they're going to do it. It's just I, they. I want... do think they're going to do it. They, I, maybe they didn't realize how, how big a money match that was. RK mm. Bro and the Usos, and they want to yeah. save it for, yeah, for a bigger event. But now they've got to really tread water and spin their wheels, for two months. Yeah, because we've got Hell in a Cell next month, and then it's Money in the Bank. Is it Money yeah. in the Bank after that? It yeah. is Money in the Bank after that, unless they shoehorn in another one but in terms of month on month beginning yeah. of july is uh money in the bank in las vegas so yeah two months of nothing really happening with the Great. tag team titles and the universal championship Great. Cool. what a great time Great. to be alive Great. at least uh 
we'll have the Forbidden Door pay per view from AEW. Oh yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, where things will happen. Um, and uh, we've got Slammiversary as well. Twenty twenty years yeah. from Impact Wrestling. So, hey wow. WWE, if you want to give us crap for two months, the other companies will step up and take your money. It's not a problem. Yeah. Now, predictions. Yeah, I went with the Bloodline. Yeah, you went with RK McBro. Mm. So I, I finally, once again, take the lead. We finished yeah. today on Jez four and three. And what does that do for the complete standings for this quarter? It does this. Mm. I'm on nine. You're Ooh, on ten. Yeah. So you you maintain that that lead that Still you gained lead. in spring break in. Yeah. We also have uh Impact Under Siege pending. We uh yeah. we've obviously had a lot of wrestling happening in one week. We haven't had time to get to that yet. We will get to that in the coming weeks. They will be added in as well. And uh lots more wrestling still to come before we get to SummerSlam. Mm. I wonder if the the Clash at the Castle will be the first event that uh that happens after SummerSlam. Oh. No. When's SummerSlam? SummerSlam is like the last day of July or right at the end of July. Well, hold on, because I sent something to the group chat, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Bear with. Bear with. A few moments later. So we've had backlash. Helen sells June 5th. Money in the Bank is July 2nd. SummerSlam is July 30th. Then. Clash at the Castle is September 3rd and then TLC is somewhere in October. Right. Okay. So it comes down to will Impact or AEW have a have an event in August? Mm, effectively. Yeah. yeah. Cool. There you go. Uh and so last thing to do as always is to give this show a rating. So I ask you today, Dan, to give me a rating out of five cloaked Rhea Ripley's. Mm. Well, I rather enjoyed this premium live event, um, apart from a few little things like Omos, Omos and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> um, so I'm going to actually give it the same rating as I gave NXT Spring Break-In of 3.5. Okay. Get that in there. I I enjoyed it. I do think it was a little a little phoned in. Like it it wasn't given a whole lot of importance, especially compared to WrestleMania and to the other events that are coming. So it was a bit thrown yeah. together, uh, especially the main event. So I'm going to give it marks down for that. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed some of the matches. Like the opening match was really good. And the uh, the AJ Styles Edge match was really good. The women's match was really good. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Three seems reasonable. Reasonable, if you will. Reasonable. Yeah. Funny. He's but it got a more than guy. spring break in. But it was it was it was fine with a few added bonus bits. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. And that is our show. My mm. voice is just about held up. 
Hanging on. All right. Right, holding on by a thread. But uh, the next time that we will be here will be to catch up with Impact Under Siege. So stay tuned for that. And then we have some wonderful events coming up in June. As I said, mm. Forbidden Door, anniversary. It's going to be a good month. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. If you would yeah. like to uh, get this podcast in video form and receive other perks and you can do so via the Jez Show Sports VIP package on Patreon, patreon.com slash thejezshow. Uh, once again, no cat. You're going to have to get your cat involved next time, otherwise... Uh, get him in here, aren't it'll be, 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 be false advertising, otherwise. Like, people pay for yeah. the cat. Yeah. Okay. Until next time, I've been Jez. And I've been Dan. This has been the Main Event Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.